What's up, everyone? This is Colin Likas, Preps Coordinator at the News Gazette, back with another edition of our Spring Prep Sports page, as well as the podcast that goes along with it. That's what you're listening to right now. Uh, yesterday, we led off with St. Joseph Ogden to start off a 30-school road trip. Today, we have moved on to St. Thomas More, staying in the Illini Prairie Conference. A rival of the Spartans would be the Sabres. St. Thomas More got some great stuff in Friday's News Gazette from them, from Coach James Johnson of the girls' soccer team, also the boys' soccer coach. Talked with Fran Hendrickson, a distance runner who is our girls' cross-country runner of the year in 2018. Talked with Emery Rulon, who is a boys' track high jumper and relay specialist, also a boys' soccer goalie. Lots of crossover at St. Thomas More, of course. We're going to hear from those folks uh, later on in this podcast. Let's uh, start off, though, by talking about the seniors in the spring sports who are kind of waiting to hear if they'll be able to compete this season. Over at St. Thomas More, your seniors in spring sports, George Atkins of the Boys Tennis Program, Wade Ballen of Boys Tennis, Spencer Bergen of Baseball, Ian Clapper of Boys Track and Field, George Comet of Boys Tennis, Sophia Damore of Girls Track and Field, Sophie Dowling of Girls Soccer, Abby Goad of Softball, Fran Hendrickson of Girls Track and Field, Trio baseball players in order here, Luke Herzog, Will Horner, and Parker Jackson, Ryan Pinto of Boys Tennis, as well as Corey Pollard of Boys Tennis, Emery Rulon of Boys Track and Field, Ahmad Salon of Boys Tennis, Noel Schacht of Girls Soccer, Joe Salette of Boys Tennis, and Jordan Smith of softball. Those are the St. Thomas More Spring Sports athletes who we hope to be writing more about come May 1st with actual competition. Now let's move on to the first interview of this podcast. Coach James Johnson, soccer coach at St. Thomas More for nine years. He chatted with me about how he's trying to help his girls through this challenging time. What were the expectations for this group uh, coming into the season? This season, we have a high bar, you know, and it's every year. And um, this season was going to be a really big one for our program. We felt like um, we even had a term for it. Basically, we talked about the word precipice. Our culture wasn't exactly where we wanted it. And this year, we didn't have – we have another young team. Um, so we said, like, what's going to happen? Guys? Are we going to – we're on the precipice. Are we going to, you know, take a step down? Are we going to – you know, uh, start climbing again. And I, I, I was getting kind of worried. I was like, guys, like, you know, we've always worked this hard. Like, that was, like, the one thing we always have. We always said, like, you know, we'll always be the hardest working team. Like, you know, in, like, year one when we weren't the best. I was really excited, actually. And, you know, you know, my spin that I was telling them is they reminded me very much of the 2015 state team. What have you been trying to tell these girls as we kind of – seen the state get pushed further and further back and we're still not playing soccer basically what i'm trying to tell them is um you know it's it, being a young team it, it's it, it's 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 dangerous for us in in many ways and that was we had a zoo, our first zoom meeting um just two days ago for, for an hour you know i i told them that you know this season is going to come down this is not going to be a season where you know the, the best team just goes and you know they everybody knows they're going to state championship the whole year is you know it's going to be the teams that you know are mentally prepared and they get back into it quick and they 
are prepared ahead of time because there's not going to be time to do stuff during practices and learn things that you usually do. And I was like, guys, like we are, we're a young team. And, you know, our, our vision was to have this build, you know, and, um, you know, that's going to be difficult, but, you know, we got to, we got to, you got to prepare now. We got to expect that it's coming, like get it in your head and start, start training. We're going to have these meetings to start ramping them up to multiple times a week. Um, if it's looking like a reality and, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of the pitch. You know, the culture of not only your own program, but this school, I mean, just, uh, I mean, I know you're not with, with all the other teams as you are with your own girls, but I, how do you feel like St. Thomas More and its athletes are, are built to kind of handle a situation like this, something we've never really seen before? It's it's difficult. It's, it's unheard of. And I think, uh, you know, a lot of the principles that we practice um, uh, are being tested. Just being mentally tough and, and disciplined, um, you know, so we, we use things like my big, like every single practice in game. Um, I start practice, and no matter what the weather is, I'll say, oh, girls, looks like it's perfect soccer weather. And, you know, it, it sometimes it's snowing or it is it's pouring, and, like, I have to say it, and they literally hate me. Like, it is, it's like, they're like, just don't, just don't. And, like, they start walking away from the huddle. And so like, it's just like a big joke that, you know, that we say, it's just always perfect soccer weather no matter what. Thanks to Coach Johnson for weighing in there, and uh, let's not uh, let's not take a rest. Let's move on to our next chat with Emery Rulon of the boys track and field team over at St. Thomas More, a high jumper with big goals on his mind. Now very uncertain about the direction of his future. Let's take a listen. Take me through what events you're going to be competing in for track this year. Mainly focused on high jump and the four by four, and I was actually hoping for a scholarship for the high jump. Coming into this year, if you're looking for a scholarship in high jump, obviously this is a pretty important year for you. It's been actually pretty rough since uh, this year. I was supposed to improve by a lot, so like, like I can't get, I can't tell the colleges that I've gotten like that higher step yet. So I'm still stuck at six four, and I need to get up to like six seven. Do you remember what it was like, maybe the day or the day after uh, when when you were told you weren't allowed to be with the team anymore, anymore, weren't allowed to practice with the team? What what that was like for you? Well, the first day, I was, I mean, I was kind of excited, you know, get a break off. And then slowly said in that, like, uh, I, I might not be able to do this anymore. If you have the opportunity, if the schedule goes according to plan, you're able to get back out there on May 1st, and you have the opportunity to to, uh, to get your, your height higher, to get closer yeah. to the what would that mean to you? I mean, it would mean everything. Like, I've had this goal to get – these high, like six ten, six seven, whatever. I've had that goal for like four years, ever since I've started PRing seriously, mm-hmm. taking track seriously. And thank you to Emery as well. Our final interview of this St. Thomas More Preps podcast, going with our daily preps page, is from Fran Hendrickson, well known around the St. Thomas More community, especially in the running community. She chatted with me about a few different topics, as well as her sister, her older sister, who graduated from St. Thomas More in 2018 and who now is running collegiately at Creighton University, about their interactions now that Marguerite, her sister, is home, Fran is also home, and they're both trying to keep up with their workouts. What was your reaction to uh, to having it held up this way? When I heard that it was going to be postponed, 
I was definitely devastated because I didn't know at the time if it was going to be canceled, and I still don't know, which is actually helpful in some way because it still gives me hopes. But I definitely had a really hard time with it. I was definitely heartbroken because right when it was getting canceled were some of my favorite meets, and I hadn't run many meets before just because, like, staying, um, like, not pushing myself super hard. And then the upcoming meets were my favorite meets, and it was really was hard. I'm sure you have uh, friends at other schools and things like that who you keep in touch with. I mean, what's it uh, what's it like to – I'm sure you would have run into them at these meets, talked to them, competed with them. I mean, uh, what's it like not being able to have that element right now? It's definitely hard because even though we're competition and we're running against each other, we're still like we're still friends, and we still say good luck and – um, if someone's hurt, we always like ask, are they okay? Like, are they going to be back? And I actually, I found out, I found my roommate, um, earlier this year in January. And so we were looking up all the meets that we were going to like be able to meet and even the different recruits from Loyola, like when we would see each other and to not be able to meet them yet is, it's sad. <laughs> I thought yeah. we would have by now. As far as uh, focusing on events, uh, what, what what were we going to be focusing on? I really have, and I really had, and still have big hopes for the mile. Um, I really wanted to get a PR in that. In January and February, and the start of March, my workouts have been really hard, and so, like all I had, my all the like my goal, my end goal was obviously to break sub five mile and so it's really hard right now to not know if that's gonna like happen or if I'm gonna have the chance to do that this season because it's like oh my gosh all of these hard workouts like they don't it's not paying off for anything for that mile I was almost wondering if your sister might be back from college and if you could work out with her at this point she is we have done some stuff together but she has her own hard workouts that she has to do. So we both relate a little bit to each other because I'm lucky to be able to run in college next year. And so, like, she keeps telling me that, Fran, like, this isn't over for you, which I, like, I feel really bad for the um, athletes that aren't competing in college that are seniors because this was, like, the last of it. Not that I'm saying that it's over because we don't know. We're both like, okay, we still have another, like, we still have something to look forward to to train for. Like, even if this is the end of it, I, I'll i start in June to train for Loyal across country. And so she will too. So it's been right. nice. What would it mean to actually be able to get back on the track now? It would mean everything. I've, I could just have one more chance to run on the blue track at Eastern for state. That would be so awesome. Um, even if it is in June, just like one more chance and closure to the season. And thank you to Fran as well. And that's all we've got for St. Thomas More. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Next up, at least the plan on Saturday, the Rantoul Eagles staying with the Illini Prairie Conference once again. You can be on the lookout for these podcasts at news-gazette.com coming out probably around noon each day of the day that a team's uh, sports page comes out in the News Gazette. I've been Colin Likas, Preps Coordinator at the News Gazette, and I will see you guys next time.